John Boy Media has a new teammate. It's iHeart Podcasts. What does it mean? John Boy Media shows can now be found over at the Dan Patrick Show. That's right. How cool is that? Wake and Jake and Jimmy's three things have joined the iHeart Podcast and Dan Patrick Show family. And the best part, they'll still continue to be the same shows you know and love. If you couldn't tell, we're excited about this one. And thank you guys for listening. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It is the midweek episode. We are going to give you the John Boy All-League team. And we had an awesome conversation with maybe All-Star Jesse Winker. Yes, All-Star. Go vote for him, punks. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. I got Jake sitting next to me. I got Trevor in California and BBD producing his big butt away in the corner. Brought to you by DraftKings as always. Trev, how you doing? I'm doing great. Did you just say BBD has a big butt? Well, big butt, big baby Davis, but I was going to say his big butt the way. For like BBD, but I thought no, that wouldn't land because it doesn't make sense. So I took away the D. Okay, well you look good. I, Is there a cinnamon I for, a synonym for a way that starts with a D? Producing BBD, producing his big butt today. There's no word there. That oh, was that wasn't another word. That was today with a D at the yeah. Front. Well, I tried away with yeah. a D at the front. I'm I'm asking. We'll figure it out. I'll Google synonyms for away. Mm. How you doing, Trev? <laughs> yeah I'm, do- I'm doing great man um we had an excellent conversation with our guy jess it's a lot of fun had some fun facts going on there uh we had an eskimo brother together so that's mm. cool uh but you know i'm doing good man i'm excited to talk about the all league team this is a very hot topic whenever you put this out jim you know we're gonna get some blowback we're gonna get some people applauding you some people wanting to call your parents and do whatever they do so I'm excited. A lot of people, when we do the all-league team, seem to think that their opinion matters. Ooh. When it's my goddamn team. Well, now it's Ooh. our team, but, like, wow. they can make their own. Yeah, make your own team. Like, don't just get mad at mine. Just make your own and say, here's mine, and then I won't read it, and then we'll go on our way. Yeah. <laughs> and a Cinnamon is uh, his big butt elsewhere. Okay. That works. Can I, I was I've been reading this book with Teddy where there's a a cop, and yeah. in the book he whenever there's a word with an H he doesn't pronounce the H, mm. and then the words that don't have an H he puts an H in front of them. It's very hard to read this. The cop does the that. Book or I called Danny. No, in the book the cop actually does it. I thought you'd really like that. Actually, I meant, you say it's a roll doll book. Yeah. What's it called? Like Danny. I've read a lot of Roald Dahl books when I was a kid. Yeah, it's the one he's him and his dad uh, poach pheasants. I don't know if I've read that one. Must have missed it. You think Jimmy I, I would like? like the, you think Jimmy would like the H thing because of his speech impediment past, dude? Yes. That's a little <laughs> messed up. I'm I'm with him. I'm pretty mad that I missed this. I once my once went with my aunt who's a teacher, and I said, "Can you buy me all the Roald Dahl books?" And she bought me like a ton. I read all of them. You know which one I didn't like? Big Friendly Giant. I bounced out of that early. I think Big Friendly Giant is the sequel to the Danny book. I'm not 100% sure on that. BFG. Danny, the champion of the world? 
Yes. Yeah, and that's it. Nice. Roll Dahl, by the way. Go check out his Wikipedia. We always have a baseball reference mm. page. Just go check out Roll Dahl's Wikipedia. The guy is like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Done a lot. <clears throat> his adult short stories are graphic too. Mm. Two sides. I know that. Two sides to him. Jake, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, obviously, a big Roll Dahl fan. That's actually a middle name. Um, close to my middle name. Just missing an N. Um, I'm good, man. Winker's awesome. Excited to do the all John Boy Media team. Uh, people are really going to love the Winker interview. He he let it rip. Um, at one point, he alluded to me being fat, uh, knew my nickname was Rocky. So, I mean, we covered everything. Yeah. Everything. It's pretty good. Yeah. Let's get right into this. There yeah. are some that are easy. <clears throat> they cannot be debated. There's other that are a little tougher. So we got to figure some things out. This is brought to you by Roman. Mm. Wow. Roman is, uh, they're working with us big time. So we are big Roman fans here, yeah. as are you at home. Go to getroman.com slash talking now to get $15 off your first month. Your first month of what, Jake? Yeah. Well, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, which stands for? Erectile dysfunction. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free. With two-day shipping, the whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash talking and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash talking to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash talking. No G. T-A-L-K-I-N. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Cool. Let's start in the American League. Uh, quick reminder, after April, it was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. After April and May, it was Vladdy Jr. And after April, May, and June, the first baseman for the American League, all John Boy Media team, is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mm. Unstoppable. Next. Next. Not a convo. Yeah. All right, second baseman is a combo. I didn't expect it to be. After April, I gave it to Nick Solak. It was real, like, wide mm. open. April plus May, Marcus Simeon was a runaway. April, May, and June, it's tight. And I should say, like, there's two months of June left that we're Thanks. doing this today because otherwise we would have had it done on July 7th and no one would have cared anymore. So, little, we understand that. Two days missing so maybe this can be decided in the next two days. Yeah. But it's Marcus Simeon. He's there. But Jose Altuve is sneaking up on him. Uh, I'm interested to get your thoughts on this, Trev and Jake. Um, Simeon has a higher war, 3.1, to Altuve's 2.9. But Altuve has a higher batting average, a higher on-base percentage, a higher OPS, a higher OPS plus. Uh, mm. Simeon has a higher slugging. Simeon has hit one more home run than Altuve. He has 18. Altuve has 17. Stolen bases. Simeon, 9-2. to two. It's yep. tight. It's very tight. Trev? So we're going to have to cast a vote, I guess. Trev, what are your thoughts on these two? They are tight. All the statistics are very tight. Uh, the one that Marcus does lead him by quite a bit is total bases um, and stolen bases, like you're saying. So 
I think the edge has to go to Marcus. He is leading in Fangraphs war. Uh, he did make the position like switch too, which I think has got to count for something. Ooh. Maybe not necessarily in the voters' eyes, but in my eyes it does, and this is my vote. So I'm going to give it to Marcus, and I will say that Jose, I'm, I'm happy to see him having a really good year. 17 homers. I didn't know he had 17 damn homers. So that, that even surprised me. But he's he's been crushing it. But I think Marcus – I think Marcus has the edge. I, I think that's the right, cho- the right choice. Man, talk about being between two guys here. I uh, Did Altuve get hurt? What's the what's the game's difference? Because Simeon has there. played nine more games. I, I know the game's difference. I'm oh, asking why. why. Um, because – uh, if it's just natural rest days, like I, part of me leans Simeon, and I I don't. It looks like natural. <clears throat> so uh, Altuve hasn't been hurt. He's just played nine less games, um, and we know the Jays run their run that lineup out there. That's part of the reason we love them. Man, this is as tight as it can be, and I I think what what I'm leaning. Because I wanted to do this with some other positions Like if you were on the team I kind of want to reward that There I is s- an injury for. I was looking at Simeon Okay It looks like he missed uh, mid-April April 13th to April 26th He didn't play any time in between then Golly gee willikers You know what I'm looking at know. to cast my vote? I don't know <clears throat> It's so close that I'm looking at Who has more uh, hitless Walkless games Oh, you love stuff like that. Loves that. Daily impact. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I don't think it's crazy to like that though. It's not. Hitless walkless no crazy. HWG. Mm. Hoog. Hoog. Fourteen <laughs> for Simeon. I think it was less for Altuve. Played less games. Yeah. Jake, what's your mm-hmm. vote? Man, oh, I, it's 12 for Altuve, 14 for Simeon, but Altuve's for the last game. I'm giving it to Simeon. Yeah, I think I'd stay Simeon. I, I like rewarding guys. If you were on the all-John Boy media team and you, you well, do— You have if, a bit of loyalty. Yes. Yes, so I think Simeon stays. Okay. All right. That's real. Uh, That's sorry, as Altuve. tight as it gets. Yeah, I mean, I was searching to make it as, as uh, balanced as a decision as I could. Congrats to Simeon. The congrats to the Blue Jays. They get the right side of the infield. Uh, after three months. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's move on to shortstop. This is another conversation in the AL. Oh. Uh, I gave it to Correa um, after April. Uh, after April plus May, I gave it to Bogarts, and now it's between the two of them. It's it, it's even closer, I think, than the last one. Bogarts has a 3-7 war. Correa has a 3-8 war. They've both played 74 games. I like that. They've both had the same exact amount of at-bats. I like that. So we have a pretty good basis for judging here. Uh, Correa has, uh, or Bogarts has a higher batting average, um, a higher slugging, and a higher OPS. Correa has the higher on-base percentage, which gives him the highest OPS plus, as well as the park factor not being in Fenway. So, um, Correa's grounded into 10 more double plays. Uh, Correa has not stolen any bases. Xander has stolen five. Uh, Correa's hit more home runs than Xander. Um, Xander's hit more doubles than Correa. It's so close. 
Is he a Xander or can he also be a Zonder? Oh, I've always heard that's, Xander. That's in poaching on Ion. Well, no, that's that's his. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not I, saying what you actually pronounce it as. I'm saying what we can pronounce it. I kind of want to see him as a Zonder. Zonder. That probably gets us in so trouble because we're Yankee fans. So if you want to do that, Trev, you can. Um, I'm this. I'm gonna go full feel because I can't even because both of these guys have held down the spot for all drawn by media. Eileen Correa. I think they both provide a similar fear factor offensively in the box. Um, I defensively, I would rather have Correa. I think he makes some special plays that I don't think Bogarts does. So. Sorry, hate me, Red Sox fans. Wow, I'm also going Correa, and this is so close. You could obviously go either way. The thing I'm looking at is 43 walks already. 43 walks to 53 strikeouts. I like that uh, ratio. So hit, hitless, and walkless right. games. It's 10 to 11. Hoog, nuts. Hoog. Um, I guess I just call them offers. Like, did not. Well, you can reach on error, fielder's choice, but. Man, 10 for Xander, 11 for Correa. You guys both voted for Correa, so my vote does not matter, but I I would have leaned, I don't know. I, we, I just saw Correa play shortstop, and he made some errors, and I think that's a good insight into how the. Bogarts like, or Correa? Uh, Bogarts. Sorry. I think that's good insight to how, like, the beat reporters actually vote for Gold Glove and shit. Like, well, I saw the two games. The Mets, Maris, not him. Like, oh, they played 162. So I hate that it seeped into my brain. Sure. But Correa, just for his ability to turn a relay. Mm. For now. He's the best relay turner ever. They send him out to right field, even though he's a shortstop, to turn the relay. I feel like Boba shit. Close. I've actually seen a few different stripes. relays. You got to earn that. Earn your bit. stripes. Do they send Bo out to shallow right field to turn it? Have you seen when Bo throws what his hair does? Mm. It's so nice. Hot. All right, we got an easy one. American League third baseman, all league John Boy team. After April, it was Devers. After April and May, it was Devers. And after April, May, and June, it is Rafael Devers. He has a 145 OPS plus. He's got a 919 OPS. Um, he's got 19 home runs thus far. He's uh, He is your starting third baseman uh, for the all league team. 24 years old. Whoops. All right, this is a this is a fun one, Trev, because I would have bet we would have had movement at this position, the catcher for the American League. It was uh, Perez after April, after April plus May. Uh, I didn't I didn't say who we chose. Who did we choose? I think, I think we Zanino. ultimately picked Zanino, but it was we I voted for Perez. You guys voted for picked Zanino, and then Salvi Perez. The next two games after yes. the episode hit multi-homer games, so yeah. it looked like yes, Salvi I, was a listener that was about to run away. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the cream yeah. rised. Let me delete Perez from that, so I don't. So I remember next month. The uh, no Zanino had a terrible month. I thought. At least he was having a terrible month, but the overall numbers, he's top of the list. It's Mike Zanino. He's got a 134 OPS plus, highest among the catchers, 834 OPS, highest among the catchers, 16 home runs. Um, he hung hung tough. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Z. 
the catcher position is so strange, dude. It is so strange. It's all going to change when they get robo umps. That mm. entire position is going to change, and we're going to see a bunch of bangers back there. I mean, the start of the month for Zanino was awful. He was 2-4-24 in his first 10 games. But he, he did pick it up a little bit in his last seven. That helped him balance it out. Um, he's been good his last eight games. Four more home runs, one dot OPS. So Zanino gets it. It was close, but. And the ale catching is starting to get fun. Uh, Trev's former uh, student, Gary Sanchez, has gotten going. Uh, Sean, Sean Murphy. Murphy out in Oakland, a uh, guy that a lot of people like coming in the season. Slow start. He's starting to go, I think, on both sides of the ball. So that uh, – that's that's going to be – that position will change next month. Dock it. Okay. I like it. All right. Do you think – real quick, sorry. Do you think – I'm being serious about this. Um, Robo zone comes in. Catchers don't have to worry about framing, none of that stuff. Nobody on base. They're trying to save their legs so they can be hitters. Do you think we're going to see anybody just like literally sitting down on their butt? Bucket. Jake has said that – There will be a bucket under catchers in our lifetime. I think Jake said like, that two years savers ago. savers will be back. Yeah. Or, I, yeah, I think there's going to have a little chair, a little catcher chair. <laughs> they're not going to have a freaking chair. They're going to have a but chair. They're going to do something. They're going to do something. It's going to be this position is going to look completely different in whatever it is, three or four years, whenever the Robo-Ums come in. All right. So in um, outfielders, we don't do by position, just three outfielders. After April, it was Buxton, Trout, Cedric Mullins. After April and May, it was Adelise Garcia, Aaron Judge, and Ramon Laureano. After April, May, and June, Cedric Mullins back on top. He has the highest OPS plus, the highest OPS, the highest war of all American League outfielders, which is kind of crazy. Good for him. Uh, Next up is Aaron Judge, and then Jake and I put Adelise Garcia third. Uh, We both kind of looked at it, and both our brains said, well, it's Adelise. Um, So that's the three. Any thoughts there, okay, Trev? I love the Cedric, Mull- Cedric Mullins story. Just stopped hitting right-handed. Yeah. Just stopped. Done. Like, that's awesome to me. Yep. So, I'm happy. That's a, that's a great storyline. I hope he gets to start in the All-Star game. Um, I, I I saw somewhere he's not even a finalist, which is kind of crazy. So, if you're watching this, go vote for Cedric Mullins in the All-Star game because it's wild that he's not. He's leading in everything. Yeah. I'd be able to. I don't know. Well, it's the all-star game, not the all-league team. Yeah, it's not the jam all-league So that's why Otani doesn't make it. I think think Mullins is a finalist for outfielders, but I don't think he currently has it as the starting spot. Uh, Is he? He's a finalist, but that means he's one of the nine outfielders. Uh, And then we'll mention Otani because obviously he needs to be mentioned, but like he didn't like per position doesn't. What do we do? Do we put – can he be like the third outfielder? I don't care. Like, can you put him over at Elise? Utility. You put a utility guy there. It's not a. Because oh, that's what's awesome about Otani is he's literally making you create a brand new category because we don't know how to put him in an All Star team because he's not the he's not the best DH. He's not the best pitcher, but he's the best player. Like he's the mm. MVP. Weird. Yeah, I mean he's on the list. Like I put him on the list so people wouldn't cry, but like I don't know where you put him. Because, like, well, you can put him at DH if we want a DH. He's got better numbers than JD. 
DH. AL. Oh, I, just, I just looked at his numbers. I didn't know he had a one daughter. He's sick. He's no, he's awesome. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Put him at DH. 118 miles an hour off the bat yesterday. DH, Otani. Boom. Jesus. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Kyle Gibson is our starting pitcher. Elrond. Gibby has uh, the best DRA, and um, that's kind of all that matters when you look at results of pitching. He also has the most games started out of the top three. It's like uh, Lance Lynn, Rodon, and, and uh, Rodon, and Lynn, Cole, Gibby. Yeah. So Gibby's a star. Gibby. Gibby's a, Gibby's a full half war ahead of everybody else, according to baseball reference. Sexual. Yeah. That's and awesome. uh, yeah. All right, Jake, you want to walk us through the National League? National League, couple spots weren't up for discussion. Buster Posey behind the dish, uh, still doing it. How's your 968 OPS? Jesus. Um, nuts. Uh, Max Muncy, that funky Muncy, still has first base, locked up a three-war. Yeah. And he had it after last month, too. Yeah, running Both it back. Uh, the, those guys kind of weren't up for discussion. The same two guys at second base are up for discussion, and this is where I was referencing my uh, going going with what we went with. Uh, second base, Adam Frazier and the Crone Zone are neck and neck. Uh, last month we went with Frazier because the offensive spa- stats do speak louder. It's a 330 batting average, 399 on base. 871 OPS, a 142 OPS plus. That being said, Cronenworth is right there, a 137 OPS plus. He has power. He's got 12 homers. Frazier has four. Um, same amount of playing appearances, which we decided we liked earlier. Um, my heart leans Frazier just because in today's baseball to have a 330 batting average, uh, that speaks a little bit. I think it's, it's still flip a coin, and that's where I wanted to pass – it, let Frazier stay for now. Crone, you got to take it. Cronenworth has 17 no-hit, no-walk games, and Frazier had like 10 or 11, so he wins the my stat. Woog. Yeah. So you're taking, you guys are both taking Frazier? Yeah. And I, it's not crazy. Like, He's he's higher. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I would have leaned Cron. I, I would have leaned Cronenworth, but you can't go wrong with either of these guys because of the home runs. Uh, probably just like you talked about, Jim. I've seen him play more. Oh, okay, I've seen him make some awesome plays. I did some breakdowns and some of the stuff that the Padres do. So I've just seen him more. Yep. I, that's where I. That's where I don't know. Frazier's day and out defense versus Crone zone. Frazier's numbers, I mean, he's got 330 batting average, almost a 400 OBP. Uh, he is higher in all of those numbers, and he's got less uh, whatever we're calling my walks hits. No walks hits. Frazier stays. He was Every there. Day. Okay. He moves on. A uh, guy named Nando at wow. shortstop. He, uh, we had to look back to see if he did have it last month because he knew he started taking off. He did, uh, and he's just flat out run away with it. Uh, a 697 slugging, Trev. 1.074 OPS. Uh, the dude is sick in the head. 200 OPS plus. He's a monster. He's it's him and Vladdy running away with the, the offensive numbers like uh, across all of baseball. And they're young, people have stated. Uh, we have another funky one at third base. I have another lean on it. I'll, I'll try not to give it away. 
third base in the National League, we have decided for now, Chris Bryant is going back. He played eight games at third base this month. We're not being fully influenced by the all-star voting, but he has played some third base. Uh, and it's actually his most played single position. He has equal splits between left field and right field. Chris Bryant has technically played his most games at a single position at third base. So it comes down to Chris Bryant, Nolan Arenado, and Justin Turner, a bootstrap Bills boy, uh, just out of nowhere doing JT thing. So I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it. Um, I have a slight lean, but it's open. I like Turner. He's got all the numbers. I'm all offensive numbers. I mean, not all, but he, yeah, I don't know, man. This is another really but tough. Turner one, can pick I, I it too, I right? Eileen Turner as well. Glue guy too. Not just a, a, a performer on the field. Good clubhouse guy. Been there. Reigning champ, like Turner, all the way, man. He's got he's got less hitless, walkless as well. Turner. Picks it, uh, not at Arenado's level, obviously. He makes plays. And, yeah, I mean, Nolan, like, it's there for the taking, and you haven't taken it. So I, I love JT there. People are talking about that Dodgers infield. Yeah, Nolan's got the doubles and the home runs. Nolan's going to have a big second half. You got to win it, though, kid. I like Turner. I mean, he's got the slash line. Turner stays. How about Posey, Muncie, Frazier, Tatis, Turner? Round the horn there. Love that. And then in the outfield, I do think there is three that stand out. There is one guy punching from the outside. Um, but Castellanos, Acuna, and Winker, and Brian Reynolds. Holy Toledo, did he have a month uh, with a little 311, 397, 925 OPS. Uh, he is there for discussion and, and what happened last month We had Castellanos, Winker, Bryant With Bryant going to third um, That could have taken all the Acuna Lovers out, out of the Comment section But uh, I don't know guy. I mean there's a Brian Reynolds argument Probably but I'm I'm not into it If you look, I'm, if you look at Chris Bryant as an outfielder These three are better than him right? Yes Yeah. Okay. Also true So that makes it easier to, yes. to do this yeah, I, I, for me, it's the Reds and Acuna. And that's a fun little outfield. Yeah. I hate, I hate just doing that because, you know, we just, I just haven't watched any of the Pirates games. And that's, I feel like that's tough, but it's also their fault. So call up I will say yes. I, yeah, call up Kotak. I'll start freaking watching. But I will say yes. Two Reds and a Brave, I'm in. Offensively, I think it's easy. I think Brian Reynolds... Awesome for you to enter this conversation, dude. Um, and if you do another month of that, like I think you're gonna have it because the offensive stats there, and I think, you know, oh shit, he's like a way better player than I even. Yeah, think man, about. he. He's a pretty freaking good player. He he's a ball player. He's How about the like Pirates having two? Him and Key Brian, um, and well, we'll see what they do with Frazier, but they have some pieces. Like if they. Cole Tucker. Jake, you didn't vote for your Vandy boy? I mean, Trev, I want Brian to keep going. Castellanos and Winker were there. They hold. They stay. Winners stay. Okay. Winners, winners stay. To fully you got to get beat. Yeah. You got to get beat. What do they say? Go doors? 
Go doors. VU. Go doors. Say doors down. Anchor the fuck down. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, DeGrom's your National League starter. Gibby all day. <laughs> Good. And we uh, scrapped relievers because that's boring. We'll do them at the end of the year. Have a season. Yeah. So there you go. Go get mad. <laughs> get mad. Tweet all your angry comments at hey, Big Baby managers, David. Managers, 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 managers. Gabe Actually, Kapler, but elsewhere. Gabe Kapler, both teams. Yep. That's exactly the answer I was looking for, Gabe Kapler. Well, actually, it's uh, Philly Gabe is going to manage the AL. Hey, <laughs> come on. Well, you know the difference because of the sunglasses. Yeah. There was a, yeah. This is a deep cut that you guys don't know. There was a <laughs> season of MTV's The Challenge where, <sighs> where CT was split personality. During the competitions, he was like a aviators and um, like athletic wear and like a, a big mean guy. And then in the house, he would wear reading glasses and flannel button ups and read books and talk all quietly. That's Gabe Kapler, Philly Gabe, San Francisco Gabe. Two different parts of his personality coming Huge. out. Yeah. So can I make can I make one point before we end the show? Absolutely. Yeah. Before we kick it to Jesse. Joe Girardi, you guys told me, was a bullpen whisperer. He's now resided over two of the worst bullpens in MLB history. So he's not a bullpen whisperer. I didn't say he could create bullpen talent. I said he could manage it when he has it. Jimmy kind of said that. I never really said anything. Well, I mean, he was known. Turns out it helps when you have Mariano Rivera in your bullpen. That's what it turns out. And all the setup guys. But, yeah. He, he yeah. was good at yeah. keeping him fresh. That was like his best skill. <laughs> it was. It's a big worry now. It was never a worry. Um, all right. Next up, a chat with John Boy Media, all league outfielder for the National League, Jesse Winker. Baseball. We are joined by, you may know him from the Cincinnati Reds. You also may know him from the Riders. We are joined by Jesse Winker. Jesse, what's up, dude? Vroom, vroom, brother. How you guys doing? What's up? Shout out the Riders. Shout out the Riders. <laughs> We're good. Uh, yeah. We want to join the Riders. Can you maybe explain us a little more? Because we have it written down on paper, but I feel like the words would help. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm not the... Um... I'm not the guy who's going to accept you. Um, mm. It goes down to Tucker Barnhart, Sonny Gray, and Wade Miley, and Gino Suarez. Um, you have to come on a ride. Okay. You have to. You have to either get us on the road or come to Cincinnati, and we have to get go get on these Lime or Bird scooters, and we have to see how you. Um, we have to see how you ride, how you get, how you move in and out of traffic, and how you adjust to adversity. Um, it's in a. It's a, a very very exclusive group. Um, but everybody is a writer. Mm. So just think about that for a second. And, um, you know, we, uh, we're welcome to, to new members. So if, if you really want to be a part of the writers, you know, we're, we'll, we'll accept you, but you just have to come, you know, play the part. Now for anyone that's not caught up on the writers, you guys, when you go city to city, pick up the scooters for the yep. for the duration of the you know the series and that's how you transport to and from the games correct no okay false <laughs> okay um, <laughs> some cities like denver um where's another one colorado was like 
one of the original cities where we started riding. Um, but anywhere that has the stadium close to the hotel, we'll ride. But if not, like St. Louis, you can't ride those scooters from, you know, uh, where do we stay? Over in yeah. uh, Clayton, over to downtown St. Louis. It's just too far, so you have to take the bus. But if you're riding the bus, you're still a rider. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, so we wake up in the morning. We'll go ride around, the like, the city and go to breakfast. And, and that's kind of where it started. And um, it's cool. And uh, everybody who is in the rider, I guess we'll say gang, because I don't want to say club, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've they've done the part and they've gone on a ride with us in the morning. So what I got to say, what brand are you using? Sorry. Like, because when Jake was a yeah, lift so guy, is, I was a bird, whatever yeah. they're called. So we're I use lime. A couple guys have used bird when we were out in San Diego. Oh, San Diego is another great one to yeah. ride to the mm-hmm. field. It's one of the best. Um, Arguably one of the best rides I've ever been on was in San Diego. Um, but uh, there's one out there called it's BEO and they actually had seats on them, which was pretty, Whoa. pretty dope. I'm not going to lie, but I would love for like Lime or bird or somebody to kind of just sponsor the riders. It'd be, it'd be unbelievable. We have our little Cincinnati riders logo and we have bat decals on our bats. It's a, you know, it's a really big deal. Everybody's starting to do our little, I guess, sign, Mm. Um, it's, uh, we got it going on. So I go ahead, Trev. Okay. Sorry. I just, I have to bring it full circle here because when I was in Cincinnati and I think I was with the Phillies at the time, I birded all over downtown yeah. Cincinnati and you're going to love this. I ended up at the mall or like Nordstrom's or something. Guess who I run into there? Tucker mm. freaking Barnhart. Tucker B. Member of the riders. Yeah, OG rider. So I feel like, like maybe I'm already part of the rider since that you're happened. Not. You're, you're not. <laughs> Let's clar- we clarified that. Yeah, I had not. to ask. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> you guys are, you know, you guys are podcasters. Okay. You know, that's your thing. That's your that's your thing. And you know, we're the riders. So okay. um, we're I thought everyone's a rider, though. Lens. Well, everyone rides. Everyone rides. Not, everyone's not everyone's a rider. The oh, there you it. go. Yeah. There you go. I'm in now. now. I get it. No, well, you're not yeah. still not in. You're still not uh, in. Well, but I was. Tucker re- remembers that beautiful shopping experience we had together. So whatever. I still have Huge. that. Okay. Yeah, you I'll guys were shoppers way. in that moment, not riders. Yeah, not not riders. Unless you were riding around on scooter in, in the mall, which no one thinks you were. You wouldn't do that. Probably illegal. Wouldn't yeah. suggest that. Yeah. But you're not a rider. So has there been a teammate? I have two questions. One, has there been a teammate wanted to be a rider, got himself a scooter, and you guys were so iffy about his form, the way he handled traffic? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is one and he just comes right to mind. Um, you know, it, it's, it kind of hurts me to say this, but it's Amir Garrett. Wow. Um, he's too big. He's way too it's, big. It's a big body on the scooter, but he's a rider. He's in, he's in, he is in. Um, it just took him a little bit extra time to get in. He had a, a couple slip ups. Um, I'm not going to expose him on this, but you know, he is officially a rider. He's a part of it. But um, it just took him a little bit of time, but it was a big buy. That's a big, big yeah. frame on a scooter. Um, and if there's like extensions, like handlebar extensions, he could be a prime candidate mm. for those. <laughs> Riding's not, rider's not a big man's game. I get that. Before it's tough, we, man. It's tough. Before we get to some serious stuff, we're going to get mm. you to the all-star game. Vote, and everyone's going to wow. go vote for you. We're going to talk about that. I didn't prep you for this question, so watch out. Okay. Did you okay. prep like him for others? 
What are you prepping our guests? Right. Right. I didn't prep. I, just I didn't prep for anything. No, I wasn't prepped. I, was <laughs> I didn't get the sheet. Either. I need a genuine <laughs> so reaction there, here. If there was a text or an email, you sent it to the wrong guy. <laughs> I, I need a genuine reaction here. Okay, I asked everybody who's teammates with this guy about him, and I need a general reaction, mm. a genuine reaction. Tell me about Scott Heineman. Tell me what kind mm. of guy he is. Look at that. <laughs> he okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Heineman is awesome. He's in a. I, I think the best way to describe him is he's he's an electric factory. Yes, he um, is. Yeah, he's awesome, man. He's a great guy, great energy, um, and a great baseball player. On top of that, you know, fun guy to be around. Um, and he's a good time, man. He's a good dude. I like big fan of Scott Heineman for sure. He's gonna and love he does it. some batting stances, answer. man. Have you seen his batting stances? Oh, they yeah. are phenomenal. So he's a he's a good one. Okay, he'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we covered Heineman, we covered the Riders. We could talk a little bit of baseball, and then we'll get to Trev's other serious topics. I could talk Riders out. for a little bit longer, yeah. but we can Oh, dude, I used to charge scoots, bro. Don't even yeah. bring up my riding history. Yeah, well, we'll what get, if you we'll guys run there. into another team no, and we're, they're we're riding as well? No, we're the Riders for an, now. Uh, is there an Anchorman stand-off. scene? No, yeah, 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 it's a standoff. I would love for anybody to come try the Riders. That's all I want to say. Okay. I would love it. I would love nothing more than that. Well, not if Amir's there. Nobody yeah, wants Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> well, let's get like you I to said, the All-Star he, game, yeah. right? He's a rider. Amir's a rider. So if you if, if anybody wants to mess with him, just, you know, mess with the riders, you know, you're going to Amir's going to be there. Well, we're going to get you to Denver for the All-Star game. Our entire company's going to be there. Mm. We'll be forming a rider posse. Ooh. We, you form an All-Star crew and uh maybe we'll meet up somewhere in Denver. Street fight. Yeah. I I I don't know. Okay. Okay. Know we'll call that a maybe. Um, RSVP maybe. Uh, it's Jesse. Heavy no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Still pencil in the maybe. Jesse, you can hit, dude. Um, we are baseball nerds. You mentioned Trevor Plouffe is known as a podcaster. That's all we are. None of us did anything before this. Um, dude, your baseball reference is a, a form of pornography for a lot of baseball fans. I mean, dude, 290, 385, 890 OPS as a 27-year-old. And, like, man, you know, we we said it earlier this year, and now people are starting to learn because, you know, the Reds, the Riders, and Castellanos is doing it too. And, like, dude, you can hit, bro. Like, How's it going this year? Does this feel like, you know, last year you had the 60 games and you put it together for all 60, but it was a 60-game season. Does does this year feel like the Jesse Winker year, or do you do you already feel, uh, like, fully established? I, I, I don't know what the question is. Neither <laughs> do I. Um, I think, I'm, first off, I'm going to say thank you. No, I feel like no I, I have to say thank you for everything. I sure. appreciate that. Um, and... In regards to everything else, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I just feel like on the back half of 2019. So the second half of 2019, I started to make some adjustments at the plate and I kind of just, you know, I kind of just started, I had some guidance, you know, from our coaching staff in 19 and, you know, and then in 20 as well. And I just started kind of, you know, figuring like tinkering with things and, and trying to make it kind of my own, I guess. Um, and then with that, and then just some things, you know, with playing the game, you learn about yourself, you learn about opposing teams, you learn about opposing pitchers. You know, I want to just say it's a culmination of everything and then just getting older and a little bit more mature, just a little bit more mature, not a lot. Mm. Um, 
you know, I just think it's those things all in one and um, just trying to compete every day and, and be a tough out. I like that. You definitely are. You, I, I did a, a breakdown of some of the mechanical changes you did because not only am I a podcaster, I'm also a YouTube star. So. <laughs> yeah, hold on. And I wanted to, I, 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 I see we're going back to the podcaster thing. Obviously, Trevor, I know your career as well. It was, you know, fun to watch you do your thing. And I, I hope we're all not going to get offended by that. <laughs> no, I'm not offended at all. <laughs> okay. No, thank you for that. But no, I, I obviously noticed the mechanical changes uh, prior to 2020. You were a little bit more crouched down, kind of like a, more of a standard batting, you know, stance. And now you have like the thing that I always tell people, you can tell when a guy's confident in himself because you're just kind of leaning back. Now you're more upright. And when you guys get more upright, that just means they're like confident and locked in. Was there like a specific moment where you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to go do this. Like what prompted that change in your stance? So last year um, we're in Cleveland and I, in 19, I started standing up taller, like you said. And in 20, we were in Cleveland and I, I was close. Like I was on some, I was on some pitches. I was, I was just missing and we're in Cleveland and it was actually a game. I remember Clevenger was pitching and it kind of started there. I kind of just started going, like you said, I used to crouch forward. So I started going, you know, I'm going, let's go the opposite way. Like, I'm just going to lean back. And it was just like a comfort thing. A, um, a feel thing. And I really liked it. And then we went to Milwaukee after that and we came home and played Kansas city right after that. And it kind of just, I just stuck with it. Like it just, you know, for me as a hitter, I said this the other day, like I just want to stand in the box as comfortable as I can on a daily basis. And for me, I just, I feel like that allows me to have to give the best chance for hold on. It gives me my best chance to have a great AB by doing that. And um, <clears throat> that's all I'm trying to do is just give a, a great AB. Obviously it's, it's a, it's a very, very challenging sport. And I just want to try to be as competitive as I can on a daily basis. And I feel like that provides me my best shot. Love that. Beautiful. The Reds have been a hodgepodge for characters in the last three years. And like crazy storylines. I mean, you have Votto, you had Puig come through, you had Bauer come through. Yeah. You have, um, Amir, like you were saying yourself, you've had some fun with fans uh, you got Castellanos now. What, how is that? I mean, I, we heard the Amir Garrett quotes and the Votto quotes, you know, about like being swaggy and all that stuff. But how much do you guys lean into that? How much do you have you enjoyed having all these characters come through the clubhouse the last couple of years or be in the clubhouse? It's been it's been great. You know, every guy you mentioned is, you know, fun, fun to play along, like fun, fun to play alongside and, you know, great to learn from and. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a good time, but, um, you know, we all want to win games. We all want to get back to the playoffs and, you know, we got a taste of it last year and that's what this game's about is getting, getting into the postseason and giving yourself a chance to win a ring. So we're all kind of, um, focused on that goal and just trying to win, win as much as we can in the meantime. Is there a guy that I didn't mention that, you know, maybe the public doesn't know and you're like, well, actually that dude in the clubhouse is the funniest or the most uh, out there or wild guy. The funny, one of the, let me tell you, <clears throat> Wade Miley is one of the funniest teammates I've ever been around in my life. He's, he's not this, like, he's not like, like a crazy guy or anything, but he's just hilarious. You know, he's, he's done it at a high level for a really, really long time. You know, he threw a no, no earlier in the year. 
he's just an unbelievable teammate and a really, really awesome guy to be around and um, brings a lot of energy, especially on his start days. And he keeps telling me, keeps telling me he's going to hit a ball into the Allegheny River mm. when we're at home. When we're at home, we're at home. I, I keep telling them that's not the allegation. <laughs> I'll prove you wrong. One so, day. I need that. Yeah. You know, so if he hits into the Allegheny standing at home plate in great American, I'd be really impressed that I don't even know how far that is or what he has to do to get it there, but it'll be, it'll be cool. Jeez. Wade having a hell of a year too. go, go get it. Wade, yeah. My, Wade Miley pot. How about it? Um, yeah, he's an absolute stud, man. He's, he's fun. Was there a was there a moment this year? It's it's June first. Uh, you guys go. It's you guys are twenty four and twenty nine. Um, was was there any like looking around? Because that's you know June. That's when teams start talking trades, stuff like that. You guys reel off. I think you go eleven and two, something like that. Um, you know, was was there any looking around, or was there any change in the clubhouse dynamic, or is it more what what you're saying? I mean, day in day out, go do your thing and and trust it, and you're going to get wins. I think I think you just hit the nail on the head. There was there wasn't ever really there was no I don't want to like there was no panic by any means, but there was obviously some. We wanted to start winning, right? Being 24 and 29 isn't what we wanted to do. Um, so we kind of just started, you know doing the, doing the extra little things it took to, to win some games. You know, there was big moments in all of those games, whether it was a hit or a defensive play or a strikeout or a, or a block ball or something was happening that, you know, the, the ball was kind of just bouncing our way and, and that's baseball, right? So you don't get, you don't get too high and you don't get too low. It's, it's so cliche, but it's so true, right? Especially with 162 game season, you know, coming off last year where it was such a sprint, you know, this is obviously we're back in the marathon now. So it was just kind of keep chipping away at it. And, um, you know, you can't go on a winning streak without winning the day anyway. So that was kind of just what we were doing. It was just kind of task at hand and, you know, playing some good baseball. Love that. Okay. Are you excited to go back to City Field? I can't wait. Um, Do you think the I fans have a memory? Why. Do you think that, like, you know. I mean, that was damn near three years I ago. Know, I know, but, but you, now, right? yeah, yeah. A- it was May of 2019, but. I looked. I was like, "Has he been back since?" So, if anyone doesn't remember, you, haven't you, haven't. But you guys won but, uh, on a on a like a nice catch to end the game, and you wave goodbye to the crowd. The next day, you get ejected, and the crowd waves goodbye to you. And yeah. that's the last time you've yeah. been there. So, I wonder if that's uh, obviously the broadcast will be reminding people. But I wonder if you know the, the fans in the outfield will remember. And uh, should be pretty fun. It should be fun. Um, you should you know, wave I, hello. I think to just like acknowledge it, soften the blow, and like just say like let's do it again, and just wave hello as <laughs> as you take the field. You think is that what you think I should do? Yeah, I think then it's like playful. Um, that or double birds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the double bird play. Huh? <laughs> the double bird. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I I'm. It was a really it was a fun little exchange. Um, New York. I love New York City. Um, New Yorkers are, are awesome, and I appreciate the banter. Um, but, yeah, like you said, they clearly won that one. I was the one that got ejected, and they got the last laugh. And um, it was a lot of fun, though. You know, um, I'm looking forward to – I love City Field. I love going there and playing. Um, it's a, it's always a great atmosphere. They obviously have a, a really, you know, outstanding team, and um, it'll be fun to play there for sure. And, you know, if they want to wave to me, I'll, I'll definitely have to give them a wave and a smile back. You know, it was uh, – it was a good time for sure. Not, not a scooter city, though. 
I think mm. I want to find the red splits, Scooter City versus non-Scooter City. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I like that. You know, we were talking about that yesterday, so thank you for the memo. It's not a Scooter City. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. if they put scooters in, like, Manhattan or New York City, it would just be a lot, of do- a lot of dead people every day. <laughs> That's sad and dark, yeah. and this took a turn. It's, it's, yeah, um, it's true. I don't but know. what about travel? What if we had portable travel electric scooters, you know? I think you can get from like the chop shops. In I've the been eyeing one to, myself. Yeah, Jake has been. Eyeing I one. uh, I the only part of my walk, I live right above a subway station, so to get uh to the office, uh, there is like a little uphill climb, and I'm I go to a Dunkin' Donuts sometimes. I would love to leave a scooter there and just drive it up and down the hill. They are getting more popular in the city, the personal ones, but. Yeah, having lived in Denver, it would be a dangerous game if those were just on street corners. Like people, it would be a bad time. Yeah, there's a. You're right. No, there's a lot of people, you know, jammed in there. That's a good point. Um, but you know, do your thing, and maybe, maybe if Dunkin' Donuts is an everyday thing, you know, maybe that walk up to Dunkin' isn't a bad play. You know, mm. I like where your head's at, Jess. Thank you. <laughs> this is just, this, this is water weight. Yeah. I, I believe it. I believe it. And I hear you I hear you got a big fight coming up, so we can we can cut that. One good sweat. One good sweat. <laughs> Drag the bike into the steam Jake, room, very throw body some garbage confident. bags, and he's good. <laughs> Enough oh, about man. me. Unless uh, next question, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. What else you got for me? I got we, it all, man. We have some questions from our patrons. We have yeah. some patrons that support us and uh, we always tell them who's who we're gonna be ta- chatting with and give them a chance to ask some questions. So this is this comes from Nate Steele, who's our resident Angels okay. fans. It's an easy one. He says, "Is the wink emoji your favorite or least favorite mm. emoji?" Ooh. Oh, classic, classic one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's last name's Winker. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I like it. It's cool. I like the winking emoji. It's okay. not my favorite emoji, but you know, it's whatever. It works. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. Eggplant. Right. Nice. No, not. No. Um, probably. I also like the, that one. I, I like the fire emoji. Ooh, you know, yeah. I think that's Ooh. a good one. I think, you know, I like the uh, the hundred. It's probably my two most frequently used emojis. Try to stay away from them. Those are just good times. That's why. Yeah. You know, the Cincinnati exactly. Reds are fire and hundred emoji for sure. Yeah. I see that yeah. being sent yeah. a lot in the group text. Boom, boom. It's boom. a positive vibe, you know, yeah. the positive vibe emoji right there. This yes. one, this question from Sam Tedeschi kind of goes with uh, the Mets stuff. Is there any specific fan interaction heckles you remember from over the years? And what's uh, typically a rowdier crowd, MLB outfield fans or uh, minor league outfield fans on dollar beer night? Ooh, yeah. So that's a great question. There's a couple. So we just played in San Diego. That was a good – they, they were at full capacity – um, I think they had 45,000 people at the games when we were there. And that's, that's a lot of people. And it was, you know, really, really cool fan interactions there, you know, really good crowds to be honest with you, the more people it's kind of hard to hear because there's a constant buzz. So, you know, they're yelling things at you and I'll turn around and they'll be like, you know, making hand gestures at me. And I'll be like, I, I don't know what you're saying. I can't really hear you. I'm not here to hear you. I'm sure. actually here to play. Right. Um, but no, it's, it's usually always, you know, the classic, the classic, you know, stuff, um, dollar beer night in the, in the bushes was definitely interesting. You get some college kids out there that, you know, those college, uh, tough guys out there in the outfield, of course. Um, after all the Mets stuff, uh, 
Kevin Clancy from Barstool. He was, you know, he got on me pretty good. It was, it was really funny. Um, I'd like to go on his, I think he has a podcast. I'd like to go on his podcast one day and and chop it up and we could talk about that. And I guess kind of, you know, put water under the bridge there and, and move on from it. Flood once it. For all. Yeah, more water on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, unless you give no, them a dough hey, bridge. Yeah. Bri- you know, the bridge is going smooth. Let's just leave the water <laughs> off the bridge for a while, you know? <laughs> We're good. No, but he, I remember <clears throat> the Mets, the Mets stuff was, was hilarious. They, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a couple Mets fans who called my parents and like what? prank called my parents. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know how they got their numbers, but that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was all, it's always been fun for me. You know, I'm the, I have two older brothers. So growing up, you know, we were kind of always talking shit to each other and, uh, it's just kind of how I was raised, you know, playing sports in the neighborhood with everybody. So, um, it's just still, I guess it's just me having fun, you know, they, uh, they were ball players as well. Yeah. My oldest brother, he went to Mercer and then he got drafted by the Dodgers and you know, he played a little bit. He could hit, but he just dealt with some, some fluke injuries. Um, and then my other brother, Ryan, he played, but um, he's dealt with Crohn's disease for most of his life. So it was kind of hard for him to, you know, pursue baseball with dealing with Crohn's disease. But, um, you know, he, um, they're both great. You know, they're both, they're both awesome dudes and, uh, you know, they, they support me and, you know, I wouldn't be here without them. So I, uh, I appreciate both of them. Does what's the bloodline? Is dad a ball player too? Uh, dad, mom and dad both love baseball, but th- there's no bloodline. Um, shit, I guess I'm the bloodline. Now that I think about it. Um, I'm, but every, <laughs> I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be here without the four people we just mentioned, you know, they, there was so much sacrifice for me. Um, especially early on, you know, when you're in high school, all the travel ball and all the circuit stuff, it, it's a lot of money, um, you know, to kind of be able to go around the country and play baseball. And, you know, my, my family made it happen for me. And um, I look forward to uh, to kind of getting to repay them for that because I'm forever grateful for that. And I'm, I'm lucky that I had such I have such a good core of people behind me kind of pushing me. So, Trev, you're you're a big bro guy. I mean, did you do you ever get? Uh, prank calls to your parents' house. What what's speaking to you right now? I never pissed any fan bases off enough that they looked up my parents' phone number. That's for sure. That's that's. I don't a, know how they. One. I still. I don't know how they figured that Someone out. I don't know it, how. That, yeah. Yeah, they got them. Maybe it was you your know, folks. But, maybe they leaked it just to get a little. Maybe they wanted to feed off of it. Maybe it's like a I, old look, beef from like uh, you know uh, another parent in school. They got out the two thousand four buzz book and. Oh. Called your parents up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Under the guise of Mets hatred. Yeah, I don't know how they got it, but it was impressive. You know, it's one thing like if you could go in the phone book, like you mentioned, look up like our our house phone, but we don't have those anymore. Yeah, you know. True. So the fact that they found you know my parents' cell phones, not cell phone numbers, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, um, shout out whoever did that. I still don't know who did it, but good good. Good by you. It's one nothing. It's you. always you weird. won. You won. I got a so, I got a call from a they, private number the other day, and it was um, just porn. They're yeah. just holding their phone up to porn. <laughs> Shit. You know, this is the second time you guys mentioned. Dude, porn. That was my fault. So yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting to figure out what you guys are about. Well, Jake was just talking about out. him pleasing himself to your stats earlier on. Well, so I don't know. You know. How'd you know my nickname was Rocky? Um. Yeah, how did you know that? That's another thing. Well, oh, he just called you Rocky Balboa. No, no, no. My uh, nickname is Rocky. Trivia question. You and Trevor Plouffe, I, I cross-checked both your books. Wow. There's one oh. name wow. in both of your books. Oh, 
wow. Do either of you have any guesses? Let's see. American League or National League? Well, okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the years. So we didn't cross. We didn't cross over too much because you're. <laughs> mm, that helps. <laughs> Helpful tip. Your first tip year so was far. seven. Your first year was seventeen, right? Yeah. And that was when I started to just. But be there's a still very some pitchers that are player. still pitching, Trev. Yeah, I, 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 that's. I have no idea, man. All right, he's in the. No um, How about lefty or righty? That might be a good one. All right. Well, he's a righty, and okay. he is currently in the American League. Okay. James, I've I've hit so many home yeah, runs. How am I supposed point. to just do one? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna try to guess this. Righty in the American League. Hell right. Been around a little while. I can give you. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll give you dates. Ooh. Yeah. Like oh yeah. This might actually help. Okay. <laughs> All right. Unlike the other. Tips. Wanker, you clipped him in 2020. So I'll just go years first. Okay. Trev. You clipped him in 2011. Ooh, so we oh got some God. range. Oh, my God. I was a junior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2011? So it's yeah. got to be. St- I, was, I, was, I was a junior in high school, and you were hitting show pumps. That's right, baby. Um, <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> That's what it do. 2011. Jesse, you got him on a first pitch. Oh, oh, count. Trev, one, two count, and yours was to give your team the lead. And mine was in 2020? Yeah. I got no idea, man. Hold on. I didn't hit that many in 2011. 2011. He's got a lot of kids and a lot of charities, I believe. A lot of kids and a lot of charities. It's not Cromarty. Um, (laughs) I don't know. That was good. I don't know. No. He's on the Rangers right now. When you clipped him, he was on the Royals, Jesse. Trev, when you clipped him, he was on the Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah, I got him. You know? I well, pumped you just him far, it. too. <laughs> who is he, Trev? I hit the shit out. Ian Kennedy. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Nice. So nice. Nice. I took, nice. A, I took a change piece deep. It was in Arizona. The ball freaking flies, or at least it used to. Yeah. So that's your that's you guys share him. You uh your Eskimo, it's your Eskimo bro. Wanker, you got Kyle Hendricks and Trev, you got Kyle Kendrick, which is close, but not the same that guy. Counts. So we might half count that guy. That one. Man. Anything else? We gotta we gotta go over like a teammate that we also need to vote for for the all-star game? Yeah, or or just like if you're gonna give one red vote, it goes to Jesse Winker and no one else. How yeah. do you want to no, it, you, no, it should go to it should go to Castellanos for sure, man. That guy is day in and day out. It, he's a special special player to watch on both sides of the ball, and on top of that, base running as well. You know, I've learned a, learned a lot from him. A uh, big fan of him, man. He's uh he's awesome, and on top of that, he's got an outstanding family. I've gotten to you know gotten the opportunity to get to know them. And um, you know they're they're great people, so it should really go to him. He's 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 awesome, man. He's he's outstanding. He told Chris Rose that he doesn't have a smartphone. He's got a flip phone. Is he just on the outskirts of all the team group chats and like when you share videos with each other and inside jokes? Is he just like constantly <laughs> like what are you guys talking about? I don't know. No, he's uh he's in the loop, man. He's he's cool. It is funny though because we will get a text like a team. We have a WhatsApp, yeah, and we'll get like a schedule for the day and. 
you know, he'll come up to me or whoever. He'll be like, so what, what time's arrival time tomorrow? And I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, you know, whenever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whenever. He hasn't convinced you to ditch the smartphone? Actually, we were just talking about that yesterday, him and I. Um, I've thought about it. Um, I've thought about it. And the only, the only thing I really need a smartphone for now that I think about it is I like to FaceTime my daughter, but you could do that from, um, you know, you could do that from an iPad. So I really like, I really like the concept of a, of no smartphone anymore, you know, going to a flip phone for me, I was telling him I'd go to a sidekick because I just like how it opens. <laughs> yeah. um, felt like, so felt like anybody wants to gadget with a sidekick. That was so cool. Actually, you know what, Jake, now that yeah. I think about it, you probably got one stored away somewhere. So if yeah. you just want to throw it my way, I'm Done. sure if you go in the, in the junk drawer or drawers or whatever you got going on, um, just send one my way. And, uh, you know, I would like to use that. Junk drawers is also a nickname of mine. Uh, no, if the Cincinnati reds go full <laughs> non flip phone, or non-smartphone, I'm all in. I'm a Reds fan. Um, like you don't want that. He, yeah, he, that's he, true. He claimed himself a Diamondbacks I, I think, fan, and they lost every I single game. The franchise since. a little bit, but so you know, I saw that. So I kind of follow you guys from a distance. Yeah. I was one of the original when you guys were doing Talking Yanks before you blew up. I would actually go watch and, and listen, believe it or wow. not. And I, you're, yeah, wow. so love that. I was one. Yeah, I, and then you guys blew up into this whole thing, and now you know it's kind of a full circle moment for me here, and I get to look at your beautiful art on the wall. Yeah. That's know, a crime just, scene. Uh, that's a crime scene, scene where someone so, sends us so, so. mail every week, and we don't know who it is. <laughs> We're trying to connect some dots. <laughs> I come up. Dead. You guys are doing a good job connecting those dots. Uh, it looks very organized and well done. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. two two suspects, no. both employees. And I mean, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to tie this in too much with the Yank, but you and Trevor Plouffe have the same favorite player growing up, Derek Jeter. That's pretty cool. I think that's like everybody ever. Yeah, it's probably your two favorite players. But you didn't have like ten posters like Trev did. Yeah, I had. They're mocking me right now, Jesse. <laughs> I actually, I have one. I have one. I had one Jeter poster. Um. A couple Jeter jerseys, but like, who didn't like Jeter? What well, was the like, poster? His fist pump at short, or him touching the speech as he walked down the tunnel? Which one? I think it was just him standing in the box. To be honest, wow. with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, just you know, cla- yeah, the classic, hands you know, up. maybe the hand up, yeah. Oh, the hand um, up. <laughs> yeah, just the uh, him standing in the box, man. It was cool. I, I got to meet him one time, and I was like, I was speechless. You know, he's a uh, you know, he was a, he was a really, really cool dude, but, um, I met him my first off season ever right after short season. And I was training at this gym in Tampa and he walked in and, you know, he kind of talked to the group of minor leaguers there very briefly. It was really cool. And then I was just like, wow. Like I remember texting everybody in my family, like I just met Jeter, but I really didn't, you know, he just came <laughs> and talked to me, but I, I acted like, yeah, he did. I was like, yeah, Adam. I just met Jeter. Yeah. So Trev, all your fond Jeter stories. Derek was always nice to me. I, I just, you guys, first name you made, basis. Love you that. made this into a thing wow. where like they, everyone thinks I hate Derek Jeter. I just, I don't love him as much as everybody else. That's all. Wow. I'm a Mike Piazza, Ozzy Smith guy. Those are my favorite players growing up. Wow. Wow. Offense and defense. Sorry, huh? I just brought the, I brought the vibe down a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was, a, Hey, I was a, wait, I was a big Paul O'Neill fan growing up yeah. too. Paul O'Neill, Paul and- David Cohn had a David Cohn jersey. Ooh, David Cohn's the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I grew up. I grew up. My dad was a diehard Yankee fan. So shout out Mr. Winker. 
but I kind of just grew up a fan of baseball and especially a fan of like left-handed hitters as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, when Josh Hamilton was winning MVPs and hitting 40 homers, I was a big fan of his, you know, I was in high school and, you know, watching him, Jay Bruce, Votto, you know, I remember watching Jay Bruce's walk-off home run, um, you know, to get the Reds into the, into the, to clinch the division, get the Reds into the playoffs. Like I remember watching that with my dad. Um, so there was some, there was some cool, you know, left-handed hitters for me to watch growing up. And, you know, there's some, I just mentioned, then, you know, obviously got to become friends with uh, Jay Bruce and then have Votto as a teammate and, you know, got to learn from these guys for a really long time. So it's been cool. How long does that relationship with Votto go from fan and like, you were like, you know, watching him as a, as a fan to teammates, like, does, is it instant? Is it takes a couple seasons? Well, I mean, you know, like I said, it was, I'm trying to think. I remember when I was in, when I was going to Dayton, right before I went to Dayton that year, I remember our, our field coordinator, who's now our bench coach, uh, his name's uh, Freddie Benavides. He, he introduced me to Jay and Joey. And um, I remember I, I made it to the home run derby in low A and, and Jay Bruce texted me. And, you know, and as I got older, um, Jay kind of just kind of took me under his wing and just, and just taught me, you know, just kind of taught me how to be a pro on and off the field, you know, and I'm, I'm still learning from him. He's awesome. Um, but, you know, just being a young left-handed hitter, I just wanted to, to, to the best way for me to learn is just to watch, you know, especially when you're 16, 17 years old and those guys were, you know, doing their thing in Cincinnati. So I was just watching, you know, and then I got drafted by them and it was kind of just a perfect fit for me. So it was, um, it was really cool. And then, you know, my rookie year in 17, that's I, I believe yeah that's when Joey came in second in the MVP and I got to just watch him um, day in and day out for the last couple months of the year just you know uh, it was it was unbelievable man watching him and go after that MVP it was it was something special to watch I remember uh, I think it was 2017 spring training this is a true story um, I was with the A's at the time and I think we played you guys at your place and you were there and I just saw you at the plate and I, I don't know, you hit a ball hard or whatever. And I got on first base and Joey was there. And I said, Joey, that kid Winker, he could hit, huh? And Joey goes, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> 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 I'll never forget that. Oh, and, uh, that's, it turns that's out perfect. I was right. Yeah. Joey was kind of half right. So yeah, that was uh, my Joey I, Potter, I, I, Jesse Winker story. I, you know what, Trevor, I don't know if I'd be here without you, man. Mm. So thank you for, <laughs> yeah. thank you for that. No, it's, um, Joey's awesome, man. I've learned a ton from him over the years and great teammate, um, great friend. And, you know, I'm very, very, very thankful for, for one nine. He's a, he's a hall of famer, man. So I get to, you know, it's been, I've been very blessed to be able to watch a hall of famer day in and day out. So it's been really cool. I, I was laughing pretty hard in my head. Trev, Trev opens up and he's like, I got to ask you, you know, a guy on the reds, someone you play with. And I feel like every Cincinnati reds fan, or player gets asked, and it's like, give me your Votto story. And I love that Trev said, Scotty Heineman, am I right? How about yeah. Scotty? <laughs> so I believe Trevor and Scott Heineman are boys. Oh, um, we are. I, I heard a – did you send Scott, like, a first baseman's glove or something? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I remember hearing some story about a first baseman's glove in spring training. What's that story? I think you should share that. Is that just a hint, Trev? I've sent him a couple different gloves. I'm talking, you know, Rawlings, Pro Preferred, stuff I've broken in myself. Nice. Like, I've used it in the show. It's ready to go. 
And I sent this to him. He was like begging me to send him a glow. So I finally sent him one and he got it. And he's like, do you have another one? I don't really like this one. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? But no, Scott, like you said, electric factory. Get him in the gym and just watch him bounce off the walls a little bit. My gosh. Yo, that guy, that guy can lift some weights, man. And he can hit the ball far, yeah. like really he's far. He's yep. a specimen. I have a uh, parting thought that I want to leave you with, mm. Jesse. And okay. uh, you have hit 60 home runs in your career thus far. Whoops. That's decent. Yeah. You'll be a free agent in 2024. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know if I like where this is going, but how going. does 67 home run sound? Oh boy. That's how many you would hit if you were playing at Yankee stadium. I just tracked all your doubles, triples and fly balls <laughs> to right field. You have seven more. Okay. So does that mean every game I play is in Yankee stadium? Cause what if I just would have hit that? I did. Like that I did home. I did Park. home doubles, triples and field outs to right field. <laughs> So that should be that. So that's my bad. Yeah. So I tried to stump yeah. you, and I shouldn't try to stump. Ready. You know, to stump, stump the Schwab yeah. here. Um, you remember that show, by the yeah. way? Yeah, nice. Jake um, used to dream about being there. on that show. You're you're such a you're such a stat caster. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Um, well, I lied. I didn't do home and away, <laughs> and I just did, and it would only be one more. So. So I did stump. Oh the Schwab. yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Uh, okay. A key part about the Schwab's game is just lying. Lying. Yeah. Lie confidently. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you'd have you'd gotcha. have one more home run. <laughs> you um, love to nice. have it. Here, here is my. This is what I'm going to say to you okay. about this. First off, um, I loved Cincinnati Reds. Loved the Cincinnati Reds were the team that drafted me, and this is this city. I love this city. I love getting to represent the Reds. Um, oh, I fucked up everything. And I do not. I do not think down the road at all by okay. any means but um i love it here man i'm a big fan of this city <clears throat> if i got the opportunity to play here man i you know this it was a dream of mine to be a big leaguer and then you know now that i've i've gotten to play in cincinnati and get to know the everybody here it's it's just you know this is where I, this is where i want to be um and the part two of that is i i would have a really hard time shaving my beard yeah like really hard time mm. shaving my beard this beard you know, without the beard, it's not a pretty okay. mug. So, so Cashman will I just need, have to I trade for you instead of mm. you. You get no choice in the matter. Then that's how. If Cash <laughs> is listening, that's how it'd have to go down. I, you know, I, I feel like this. This is some. Didn't Magic Johnson get in trouble yeah, for tampering? tampering. So can't we like? Yeah, this okay. is this is bad. I'm not losses. And, so. and just for a clarification, I it was only 2021. 20, I did everything wrong. You'd have two more. Full career. So it's there. So we went from seven to one yep. to my, the, the thing the hap, what I'm most happy about, you know, coming on here is that I stumped. Yeah. You. I beat you at yeah. your own game. Yep. You, you, did. Know. you did. It's like, you just threw a fastball by me, but you can't. Well, oh, Allie's always open. open. If yeah. you want to come play blitz ball when you're, when you oh, come, wow. when you play the Mets. <laughs> oh, so you, oh, you play baseball, right. like dude. How, <laughs> so if you want to come, I like how you guys did that in unison. By yeah. The way. Yeah. This, you know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, by the way, it's was, actually was... not open. You just got a uh, letter from the landlord saying you can't play. Well, you know? Trev, there's yeah, a so lot of there's that. a lot hey, of Trev, alleys in the Bronx, Trev. Yeah. And so we're currently hunting new ones. I want to tell everybody who comes on this show in the future yeah. that Trevor's on your side. Yeah. That you know, you two are the enemy. Yeah. Well, it's Jeter and, fans uh, versus non-Jeter fans. 
<laughs> right. So I watched you guys just kick. You guys just touch feet together and said your little alley's always open thing. Like I'm on to you guys, man. I'm on to you. Hey. you I'm on. <laughs> and it's me Listen. sending you all the mail. Well, our our feet barely touch the ground. They can't touch each other. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, two more. Everybody homers. go vote for Jesse yeah. Winker. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Thank go. you very much for sitting down with us, man. We appreciate it. Highest OPS. Yeah, of, I appreciate you. Guys. Highest OPS of your draft class. I, I just want to see if there was any fun draft class stuff. So if you want to brag about that to anyone, you can. That that was a, a loaded draft class, yeah, by dude. the way. That 2012 draft class, man. It was filled with talent. You know, a lot of really outstanding players there. Um, but thank you for that. I appreciate okay. that. And I'd like a little, I'd like a little hat. Like the hat Trevor's got on, so uh, okay. throw one of those. My well online. When you got you, hey, can you throw like? Can you give me like fifteen to twenty of them? I'd like to give. Yeah, them are you spelling? Yeah. Are you spelling riders with a Y or an I? Because we can make a design on that too, if you want. It's an okay. I. Just want to make sure. And and you can put it on the hat, but I just want to let you know you're still not. Yeah. There. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. my life. Yeah. It's kind of he's a ridey grouper. <laughs> we'll talk offline, Jess. I know you're just saying this because it's Jimmy and Jake. You don't want to involve everybody. We'll talk offline. Yeah. yeah. Thank you're you, guys. Involved, Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, man. Better, Jess. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> that was awesome. Baseball. Wow. That was Jesse Winker, a writer. We're not in the crew yet, but I think Jake and I might be getting scooters and just tailing them two blocks away mm. until eventually they they notice us on their, you know, they notice us, they notice us, and then we get closer, and, we, and then there's a big red light stoppage, and it's like, oh, we're all at the same corner now. And then we cross the street together, and then, you know, we're in. So we'll be riders. Trev, I don't know. It was a hard no to you. Yeah. Well... Like I said, I think it was just like there was too many of us. If I get one on one, I might be able to change his mind. I'm just thinking about Amir Garrett on a scooter. Mm. Just, he's too big for a scooter. They need like a different scooter for him. It is a small man's game. Yeah, always has been. Always has been. Thanks, Jesse. Dude. Hey, for real, for real though, he was awesome. Yeah. yeah. All these yeah. spin rate graphics that are coming out are so awesome. Have you seen these, Trav? Do they just rile you up? Yeah. Mm. Did you see this Codify baseball one? That just just mm-hmm. came out with the velocity and the spin, and from June it just goes just straight whoosh, down. It's a waterfall. It's like it's honestly looks like a you walk up a cliff and hike it, and then you like jump into the waterfall. They're cliff diving. The spin rates. Pitchers are still complaining. Always, Trev. I don't know how you watch that or see a see a chart like that and then still complain about it. Yeah. Me neither, man. You. Brainwash me to hate pitchers. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I kind of am mad at you about it. But you've also opened my eyes a little bit. What's funny is I I hung out with a lot of pitchers. Yeah. But they get on my nerves a lot because some of the stuff they do. It's because they're the talkers on the team because they only have to pitch. They only have to play one every five days. They're just a different breed, man. Pitchers. Feel your position. Simple. Nah. It's everyone's job.